0: Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your weekly dose of fantasy footy content. G'day everybody and welcome to the Draft Doctors. I'm your host John Crockett. As you can tell, no Stevie Fizz this week. I'm um, not sure what he's actually doing. Maybe um, doing a deep clean at the shed, not too sure. Uh, but he's keeping that pretty close to his chest. It is Monday, uh, it's all things waiver Wire pickups, round nine completed, and what a round. A bit coming out of it this week, some of the, uh, the big guns going down with injuries. We had uh, Callum Mills, Hopper, LDU, and to help us talk all the things about that is the Statesman. Welcome to you.
1: G'day Jono, now just for the listeners, we are recording nice and early on a Sunday, so unfortunately there's still two games to go in the round. Now there's uh, a reason for it Jono, now whisper is that you're flying the coop, where
0: are you heading to and why? Uh, Heading to Brisbane for the week to go work up there, there's a big trade show in Germany so uh, they need some help up there so they called upon me is
1: brisbane in germany
0: no, there's a trade show but a lot of people our sister company they've gone to germany right. so they need smart operators to run the machines up there
1: and why are they sending you
0: they've got no one else everyone else is in germany
1: <laughs> fair enough fair enough so um the good thing is um we're actually in a better mood because we hasn't haven't lost all our uh, Uh, Our draft leagues, yet, which is not normally the case by the time we normally
0: record. So, no, normally six cans deep as well, but it's a nice early (laughs) Sunday morning. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there.
1: Yes, good thinking. Um, Well done, sir. But um, so I'll go through uh, what I've got, what I've seen in the round um, so far. And one in a little bit of um, off brand hype also carries over to, to draft, and that's Gold Coast. Um, we, um, we've we seen that this club has actually learnt to change their style depending on the opposition. So many of us went a bit wild uh, over the juicy West Coast Eagles match-up, but the reality it wasn't the case because they didn't play their chip game. Um, that was parked and they moved back to that sort of fast attack model. So let's not waste too much time with a footy. Um, I think you'll see uh, the chip game come back when they want to control the footy against the good opposition. Um, but just be mindful, depending on who their matchups are, the so called easier teams, um, I think they'll go back or revert back to that sort of fast footy bottle as they did with the West Coast. So I think you need to be smart and careful when you stream uh, Gold Coast players. Uh, and we know the types, Fiorini, the Rat, uh, plenty of others um, can get good scores, but depends on their game style. Uh, so be mindful of that. The second one is Goulden's pre-season was real. Mm. Um, and and I think we need to acknowledge that he's spending a lot of time on that wing. So due to that role, at times it will be a bit bumpy. But with mules out with that calf issue, I generally think over the next three or four weeks he is going to be a sensational VC option. so the uh, the scoring
0: power is real just on that Goulden and there sort of had my eye on the game on Saturday. obviously he got a massive bump looked like on the inside and mid there, but also um, Robottom, he was he was absolutely huge and not relying on those tackles to build his scores, actually winning the ball and getting it out to the runners so big up tip uptick for both of them uh going forward for the next few weeks i would think and he and he, he was
1: a hot hot one he was sort of in the the draft kit that we thought that the jf or the the kennedy bump might actually go to to road bottom but we know so many players are going through that so uh, one or two out due to injury; um, those players are, are certainly going to bump. So, pretty happy. A streaming option, both. yeah, uh, and certainly a streaming option for row bottom if he's dropped down to the wire. Um, and last but not least, the the um, rucks against Port; they are generally a captain option. This is a real play, despite Port playing pretty well. Um, they've effectively gone for the, for the mobile types rather than the old um, um, big beast. And that's providing them good play around the ground but is certainly giving up scores to, to other ruckmen. So um, look at your matchups and your, your rucks against Port. So you're potentially you're gone next week. They're going to be absolutely massive.
0: Yeah, I think we've touched it as well. The other way, um, you had Meek. He's the uh, the Ruck killer as well. And Dar- yep. and Darcy yep. as well. He's pretty, uh, against opposition Rucks, he takes a lot of score because uh, he's just so big and uh, dominates the hit-outs. Like, he killed Hickey on, on the weekend as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, what I noticed over the weekend is Dusty is back. It's sort of been bubbling, yeah, but it's been bubbling away the last couple of weeks. Um, he, especially in, the, in my home league, I've thought about uh, throwing an offer out to him because he, he was only averaging 60, 70, not real great, but something seems to have clicked where he's gone back into the middle, um, he's doing that real midfield uh, forward line split now, so back to the dusty of old, hopper out, you know, Cotchen's playing a lot forward, so he is going to get, I think, a lot more time. And if he's doing that, um, he is back and wouldn't trade for him now. But, man, if Richmond continue on their merry way, he's been, he'd has been he be pretty good. And you might be able to sell him for something a little bit better Um, if you're not too keen on him because we do know he's had the soft tissue. So maybe look to sell him um, and do an upgrade to maybe Finn and No, I'm just kidding.
1: 97 in his last three it's actually quite impressive and that sort of snuck upon us didn't it It
0: did like like i said like he'd just been ticking along i thought well he'd be a good bike low candidate but definitely missed the bus on that one now but richmond uh themselves just noticing they look back to their best just moving that fast football off the half back with rioli baker of lost and those types um um yeah they've been pretty impressive. and the only thing the only thing to add to that is Timmy T seems to
1: be impacted when both Meatball and, and Hopper are in the team. So Hopper actually going down just only helped Timmy T's score get boosted in the in the second half. Yeah. Does this mean and, and thanks Cam for for dropping Meatball to the waiver wire and our keeper, much appreciated. <laughs> But does does this injury to to Hopper give Meatball
0: a bit of a boost over the next few weeks? I think it does. Like he's just been ticking along. Supercoach he's been okay, not not massive. Maybe like the nineties, low nineties. But the last couple of weeks he's pumped out a couple of hundreds. So yeah, definitely going to be a boost um, for Prestia, who might have been on the waiver wise because he he was pretty crap.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, yeah, Cam released him, and um, seeing I was a bit thin on the midfielders. I thought he's, you know, a good reserve to have. Uh, wasn't playing at the time too, so that's probably the reason. Low scorer, not playing, uh, got some age, uh, has injury concerns. So you can understand why people were dropping him. But, yeah, um, yeah that's ended up being, um, you know, helps the backbone a little bit. Absolutely. What else you
0: got, China? Uh, I did have the Callum Mills injury there, but also it's Freo back with their fast ball movement. They looked pretty good the last couple of weeks. I know... You could, I'm sorry, Stater, but Sydney are a bit of a soft kill at the moment.
1: <laughs> uh, that's all right. I'm, I'm uh, a lifelong Tassie Devil supporter.
0: Okay, no worries. So yeah, the soft kill in Sydney, and I think Hawthorne the week before. Uh, be interesting to see how they go up against some some tougher opponents going forward. But there could be some mine uh, goal to be mined uh, in that team if there's some some guys on the waiver wire there. Uh, I'd be looking at that. There'd be something definitely there to mine. There'll
1: be some disappointed owners at the the beginning of the season, but um, with that bit of a um, a, a restructure, resuit, refit, it might be a little bit personnel, but I think it's a bit game style as well. But Hayden Young has uh, really come up. I think most of us thought he was going to be a... um, a big improver this year. He started slow, but now he's got the average of 90, which is mm-hmm. above what it was last year. Um, but most importantly, his last three average is 107. So wow. um, Hayden Young really coming at it. So owners will be quite cheerful. The other one that's um, probably surprised us after a bit of a slow start is Bomb. Um, yeah, So. He's um, he's averaging 100 over his last three, so that's been um, a quite impressive one. one. One I thought would really start to go big was uh, Jordan Clark, but I'm noticing teams starting to put a bit of tension into mm. to Clarkie. Um, You'd be disappointed so if you're an
0: O'Meara owner as well. He would have been a sneaky chance for forward status, but I think that's um, all but gone now. He's playing a lot more yep. midfield.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and obviously that's Will Brody's demise is um insured O'Meara gets a bit more dedicated time and yep. it's uh proved to be good for both the club um against those,
0: as you called them, easy kills. That's it. That's it. Uh we're now gonna move on to the waiver wires where we're using AFL Fantasy's forty percent ownership or less stato, what have you got?
1: Well, the rest of us are, Johnny
0: i'm pretty good this week i'm pretty good i sound perfect but i'm pretty good <laughs>
1: Fair enough. okay so i'm going to start with someone that I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago because uh, his form continues it's bailey the bulldog and 27 percent Uh defender mid so it gives you that flexibility as well uh, another great score on the weekend but um, I, I will say the the most impressive thing is uh, his recent form and averaging 90 in his last three. Um, next one's uh, Miles Bergman, um, mm. 31% owned, 85 in his last three. It's been really impressive, uh, 106 on the weekend. Um, really starting to enjoy his footy as uh, the commentary goes and it's showing with his uh, form. Can I just take a bit of a victory lap?
0: on that miles bergman uh throughout the preseason, really everyone was, yeah everyone was talking dersma as well
1: you, you change your name to fizz
0: no 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 I'm no one talked about bergman fizz. i was on bergman all year in the draft kit talked him up that he was going to beat dersma for that aim on position and look what's happened
1: yeah
0: so, yeah that's a win no, that's fair enough uh, speaking of victory
1: laps can i just bring this one up so I, i'm in a dynasty league uh Uh, organized and managed by We Got Big Cox, uh, the commissioner. Uh, No surprise, the commissioner created the opportunity that he could win the premiership last year. just (laughs) changes the rules willy-nilly. That's not true, but never let the facts get in the way of a good story. Um, But uh, one of my midfielders, and it's a superb midfield on, on paper, but it's not living that way at the moment, but... Callum Mill. So um in the uh, uh the league chat, um he has the little uh has the little giggle that uh Mill's got a three. Um so yeah, I went, yeah, that's pretty smart. Um but looks like I'm gonna beat him this week because <laughs> the the league rules the commissioner set up is uh there's a time on ground uh, caveat. Nice. So um Mr. Miles Bergman, um, all on the back of Jono's advice, not a Steve Fizz victory lap, um, pumped out a one hundred and six that covered mules. So uh, thanks, Coxie, much appreciated, mate.
0: Uh, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to win my home league with a zero thanks to Todd Marshall. <laughs>
1: oh God, but I'm still uh, going to win. I
0: think I, that's uh, pretty pretty
1: chuffed th- with that. I got Marshall on a category comp, so, yeah, I'm going to be doing the same thing. Um, Next one um, is really left field, and it's John Segler. Hmm. Um, So we're getting a few issues with rucks at the moment. Um, We're yet to know what happens with uh, Marshall today. Um, By the time you hear this, we'll know exactly what happened, whether he played, whether he killed whether he's still injured or whatever the case may be, but you do need to have a bit of backup with your rucks, especially if you're playing through the buys. But John Segler is 20% owned, um, got an 80 on the weekend, so that's a good reserve score. Um, did did he get injured or subbed? Because I remember... No, Dempsey got subbed for the Cats. Right. Um, so just just be mindful of of those injuries. But I, I will say with Segler, my only fear um, with that is they actually lost the game. Um, so does that um, ensure that Geelong responds with the with the model? But look, scoring and only twenty percent iron on the waiver, good backup for your rucks. Yep. Uh, and last but not least, and and this is proving why. You should stream your defenders in the draft. Um, park them away. Get that midfield locked up. Get that forward line, which always tough come every draft, because there's plenty of defenders on the waiver. Already talked about Bailey the Bulldog. Talked about Bergman, um, but also Harris Andrews. Now, key defenders in in fantasy scoring we normally don't go on, and I got him in my super coach team. Um, but he scored 86 AFL fantasy points over his last three games. Hmm. Now, if that ain't a good
0: streamer, then nothing is. Absolutely. Had a few of those guys, a couple more to add. Uh, I'm not sure if Ridley's back next week or Kelly as well, but uh, Zerg Thatcher in 3.5% of teams was a pretty good fill-in with those two guys out. Um, Speaking of Brisbane defenders, with Daniel Rich... Uh, also out, you've got Kitty Coleman at 40%, actually had a pretty good score. Um, don't know if he comes back in, but I've got Cunnington at 40% owned, uh, owned as well. If you're looking for a forward, LDU with a hand bone. Don't know if Greenwood holds his spot, but uh, could come in for the LDU injury there. Uh, had Bailey Williams and a surprising one, at forty nine percent, so I'm going to allow it. Is Jason Johannesson still? Uh, I'm not sure why he's not high, much more highly owned than that, but he's been been brilliant off that half back line um, since Bebo moved him back. So uh, if he's in your league, I'd be picking him up. Defender forward status, yeah, lock him in.
1: Absolutely spot on. Been a, a great pick in all formats to be to be quite honest with you. And what was it ninety
0: six last night? Yeah, that's right. Uh, very handy pickup. All right, moving on to the questions. Got a few here. Uh, Warney asks, how many ranking points did Cam move up the fantasy influ- influencer rankings on Saturday? Uh, I think the, the, the Trader boys were in Brisbane for a get-together, so Cam must have been best on ground or something by that question.
1: Um, well, I, I've got to answer this question. The first answer is who? um when was the last time we seen cam now i will say i bet you this answer is edited out let's see if he's brave enough (laughs) to keep it because in the chat talk he's been complaining that people have been saying he's been missing for a while so let's see if this actually stays in uh the second one is um i went and spent um quite a few days for a little break r&r in brisbane and of course, I wanted to catch up with my buddy. I wanted the the person that I've spent three, four, five years—God knows how long it's been now—together on this pod, uh, chatting away, sharing ideas, sharing thoughts, listening to him to him to pump up the cricketer, George Holland Smith. <laughs> we, we've lived through this, and um, now uh, makes himself unavailable, Johnny. Oh, i'll be interesting Warney pops up Warnie pops up he drops everything <laughs> the misses the barbs they're just gone yeah it's, no no it's all about warning so um
0: thanks cam oh, i'll be interesting appreciate I'm, it i'm supposed to be catching up with him on wednesday so he oh, even, even invited me for a game of indoor cricket so be let's see what happens let's see what happens
1: well it's- Shit. So I'm un- I'm starting to understand where Stato fits. So maybe my state-o.
0: influence rankings are going up if I've been invited for yeah. indoor cricket.
1: maybe you are. Stado's not worth it, but uh, obviously Warney and O are uh, all good. So I know where I was. sick, Cam
0: <laughs> Matthew Robinson asks: Is the uh, Fiorini experiment over? Look to play solely on the wing.
1: I think I might have sort of answered that a little bit, and and yes, he's wing, wing, wing. Um it, it's weird when he can be such a good uh, inside midfielder. But I will say this is more about the game style and the opposition. If you're if you run and gun um, and you've got players on the wings, they're not going to score for you. Um, yeah. So actually scraping up a, a 65, although it looks miserable on your team sheet, for the fact of that game style, I don't think it's the worst. Um, I think they've um, they haven't got West Coast Eagles every week, so uh, I'll be riding that train for a few more weeks. He's he's in one of my keeper leagues as well. Um, Dossie tells me every week he's going to get 140, but uh, I'm realistic and base it on the opposition. So, um, but I think with that wing, his ceiling is limited, um, but I think generally his floor is not going to be too bad.
0: Just c I'll I'll ask I'll ask him in a second. We'll finish off with uh we got big Cox Uh asked with Rao score this week after eating grass last week. He's keen to know if there's any correlation between eating grass and fantasy <laughs> scores.
1: Well, I don't know how much uh Goulden eats, but uh it must be a truckload.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Uh the question And Mills isn't eating any. That that's obviously we've got to change the
0: way. <laughs> he's, uh, he's eating the he dirt that's left behind. Him. Yeah. The question I want to ask is: it's just been discussed in a couple of members in our home league. Is we have our midfielders, but what if in, t- in fantasy there was a wing position? So, separate from your midfield, but you had a wing position. So then you've got your blokes like Mason Wood, Fiorini, McCluggage. It actually puts a bit more of a premium on them instead of grouping them as just a standard midfielder. I know Steve's bangs on about it that there should be a key forward position, but mm. um one of our friends mentioned a wing position, which was interesting. I liked it. Yeah, it's,
1: yours- um I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't like it for generic so everyone's forced to have a key defender, key forward and a and a wingman. But I I like it in the 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 design of a specialized competition or specialised league. Like I think it just adds another like, yeah. layer, and I, I think in some leagues the extra layers are fantastic. But the generic models, yeah, I, I wouldn't like to go down that way.
0: Uh, a couple more late late ones here. Frio crude. asks, why does my bench players always outscore my on field? Uh, <laughs> that's that's matchup. If you're not um, sure, uh, go yeah, to, look, go it's, to DFS it's a it's a really real good question
1: yeah i was gonna say it is that sort of uh match-up model um but look sometimes you can just be unlucky um and look we all go through that experience um and and it's why i try to in in all my leagues try to have one or two uh, especially dpp red dots so i can utilize them to to loop so i'll I'll try to go and ensure that i've got an emergency on earlier playing players and that's just using the the waiver and the streams and the emergency model the best way but look have been burnt before where i go and lock in you know a, a good vc score a good bench score and then have a late out on the line so all of a sudden you get a donut so it comes with risk um but look i i would I would activate that in, in most leagues, most weeks.
0: Yeah. And I th- this might be your burner account, status because we were just talking about it. Sambo, 1600G. Where do you value Hayden Young at the moment? Three-round average of 106. And they clearly now want the bull in his hands. Also scored 106 on the weekend with Ryan Clark on him. Will he be a top six defender uh, for the year?
1: Ah, look, uh, there's a fair chance, but but also understand if you're getting Ryan Clark on you, then then the clubs are understanding how important you are, so he will be uh, a target. Um, You always think that Brayshaw would be the main target, but look, Brayshaw's not the best user
0: of the footy. They do like to stop those that have got great foot skills. Mm -hmm. Plenty of other competition for top six defenders as well. Maybe top ten defender, but uh, a lot of competition. Yeah, I think that's better to the frame. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to add to the pile this week, Stato? No,
1: not too much. Uh, Obviously, still a couple of games to go today. Um, So I hope everyone went well in their uh, their leagues. Um, We do apologise it's a short one, but uh, sometimes uh, short is good, but... uh, obviously without the round completing and a couple of boys um, otherwise uh, engaged in other duties. And um, thanks for making yourself available when you're just
0: about to go and hop on a plane, John. Not a problem. Anything for this pod, unlike some others, but that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we'll finish it up. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Draft Doctors Podcast. For more tips and in-depth analysis, head over to thedraftdoctors.com.au.